0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Per Beautiful podcast. My friend Adrian asked me such a funny question recently. She said, "You should record a podcast that is something along the lines of pretending not to be secretly appalled." And I loved this because she told the story of a person that she had met casually in the park who has as her hobby decorating skulls. She lives in Mexico and does really ornate and beautiful work in celebration of death. So that's one of those situations where you're like, I, wow, uh, hmm, kind of speechless about this. And so, <laughs> yes, so I do actually have some thoughts on this. And so, okay, first of all, I have been trained as a homeopath, and part of the training in homeopathy is that you listen to people's journeys. Because in homeopathy, you don't ever expect that a health condition is just a one off, that it actually has a trail. And so, and you would think that this is really basic um, diagnostics like, oh, if you have a skin rash, what changed in the month before that skin rash showed up? suddenly losing your words, what experiences have you had in the previous, let's say the last year? You know, so I think about at one point, my, one of my relatives was dealing with real extreme word loss to the point where he wondered if he was having a stroke. But when I looked at his overall history in that season, there were really hard things that he had dealt with and he had managed them very well. But oftentimes when you're coming out of a point of deep stress, your body does unexpected things as it's reacting to, or maybe not even reacting, but it's almost like the unrolling of the the stress and the tension. It's like, oh, I'm in a safe place now. Now I can actually deal with this trauma in the way that I couldn't deal with it while the trauma was undergoing. That was like when it's undergoing, you just have to get the life done, you know? So To me, that makes sense that you would say, what what else is going on? So part of, though, listening to stories is that you're supposed to actually just receive the person's story in all of its pain. And one of my homeopathy teachers had this incredible story, really hard story, where, and I don't remember at this point, this has been a long time since I heard this, but It would have been something like, oh, we had a bunch of African immigrants come to us and they were all part of Boko Haram and they had all uh, killed young men, mutilated them, raped the women, horrific stuff, right? And so it would be like having somebody like that come and, and sit with you and they're telling the horrible things that they've done and you receive their story and there's a part where it's like i'm actually legitimately horrified by what you've done like i i think as a culture we resonate so much with the girl who was raped or the like we can't even fathom what various kinds of mutilations and other tortures look like happily you know but and yet here are the people and they're coming cuz they also are dealing with their pain And to take this from that man who shared that, if anything, he was probably more Buddhist than Christian. But I remember also reading in Kate McCord's book, I think it was in her book, Why God Calls Us to Dangerous Places, though it might have been in her book, In the Land of the Blue Burkas. But she told a story about her time working at an NGO, non-governmental organization, in Afghanistan, and how she had gone to the house of a friend, and the young lady had been raped and otherwise very very traumatized and then she got in her cab to go home and it turned out that the man who was driving her was one of the mujahideen which i maybe didn't say that exactly right but one of the the kind of um recognized um terror organizations that would have been he was an older gentleman but he would have been the person who would have perpetrated that sort of behavior um and so just the juxtaposition of the grief and the love that she has for her friend who had been violated, and then to get in the cab with this man and say, oh my goodness, and Jesus loves this man too. And, you know, it's interesting because after my sister lost her um, infant daughter, she was a micropremie and she lived 10 days. At, at some point in the years after that, she went through a round, a round of postpartum depression and went to a homeopath for treatment. And it was very effective. You know, she never went on drugs or anything else from a more conventional standpoint. But what she said is that it was such an unexpected pleasure and such a privilege to go and simply talk to the homeopath and know that everything that she said was met with unconditional positive regard. That she couldn't say anything was going to shock Mary Ellen. She couldn't, uh, that Mary Ellen was going to receive what she had said with a heart of compassion as anything that Janelle had done or lived through, that it's all just part of what makes life in the world challenging. And to me, that was so beautiful and so gut wrenchingly sad that Janelle said, you know, I. I couldn't expect to go to any believer and have that same level of unconditional positive regard because, and I can also say here, I honestly don't know that there was anything in Janelle's life that would have been met with (laughs) anything that would have been, you know, shockingly disapproving from uh, any person in the church. I think she's lived a very upright life. But that sense that it's so grievous that the church would not be known for its love and compassion. And I completely recognize that we don't want to give into some kind of legitimizing of sin or that we don't want to give credence to behaviors that are wrong. So I'm not saying, oh, we should just be completely soft on sin, but I think there's a a place for that. And uh, (laughs) and that's probably not the same place that would be maybe our gut instinct you know and and so lord i'm asking as this is so hard in some ways to know how to love well it's hard to offer unconditional positive regard to hear and it's hard to hear other people's stories so lord i am asking that you would move on our hearts That you would give us the compassion of jesus and to be able to uh, receive what other people give to us and to pour out the love of jesus back on them and i thank you for that lord amen